Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Well, the number of school-based mental health counselors has doubled in South Carolina. State officials making the announcement yesterday. It's a big accomplishment giving students critical access to resources. WCNC Charlotte's Destiny Richards joins us now. And Destiny, this comes after a big push in the past two years uh, to review mental health services programs in South Carolina. That's right. Back in 2022, Governor McMaster directed the South Carolina Department of Health and Human Services to perform that review, and it found that there were only 600 mental health counselors in the state. And the ratio of counselors to students was one counselor for every 1,300 students. Now, as of September 2023, there's been improvement, but the number of counselors doubled. That ratio is now cut in half to one counselor for every 653 students. That's according to Jeff Laritz, the South Carolina Department of Health and Human Services Director of Strategic Services, and he says there's still more to accomplish. Um, our longer term goal is to improve that further, to, to cut it in half again. Um, we're going to need more, um, more people in the workforce to, to provide these services, more licensed counselors, mental health counselors to provide services, but we also need more community-based services. He says the department is requesting a $16.5 million behavioral health budget and recurring state funds for those community-based services and to improve access to them. Live in Fort Mill, I'm Destiny Richards, WCNC Charlotte. Turning to more of today's top stories, in your morning rush, the man charged with breaking into a South Charlotte home and raping a woman will stay behind bars. A judge denied bond yesterday for Santarius Allen. The alleged assault happened Wednesday morning on Chivalry Drive. Officers say they found Allen at the scene and immediately arrested him. CMPD says the victim's daughter was home during the attack and stayed on the phone with 911 until officers arrived. Happening today, friends and family are gathering to remember the life of a Concord Middle School teacher. A celebration of life for Kendall Bost will be held tonight at 6 p.m. in Concord Middle School's gymnasium. Bost passed away over the weekend after his car hit a tree. South Carolina lawmakers are split over a bill that would let gun owners carry their weapons, concealed or not, without a permit. It's called the Constitutional Carry Bill. There are exceptions where guns aren't allowed, like daycares, churches, and courtrooms. Supporters of the bill say it allows folks to exercise their constitutional right, but those against it say it could put more guns into the wrong hands. The debate is still ongoing, and we'll update you as we learn more. Congresswoman Alma Adams continuing her fight to enhance the lives of residents in District 12. In her state of the district address on Thursday, Adams tackled key issues like hunger. Adams assured residents that she would continue her fight to protect SNAP and WIC benefits. She said she's also looking to provide incentives for farmers and increase access to health care. And that's it for your morning rush. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. One person is recovering this morning after a car crashed into a cracker barrel in Lexington, North Carolina. According to firefighters, a customer was hit and was taken to the hospital with minor injuries. The cause of the crash is still under investigation. Three people are recovering this morning after two boats crashed on Lake Murray. Officials say the two boats were practicing for a Bassmaster tournament when they crashed Thursday. Organizers say the tournament will go on as planned today. Former South Carolina Governor David Beasley will join the staff of USC's law school in March. The former governor will serve as a full-time professor in the Department of Legal Studies. 
Governor Beasley graduated from the law school in 1983. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Artificial intelligence could soon judge Olympic gymnastics. Let's connect the dots. The technology is already in use. At the 2023 World Championships, AI was used for the first time. While it didn't replace in-person judges, it helped them review routines if their score was questioned. The MIT Tech Review says technology gives judges more accurate scores. The AI is able to catch every toe point and split angle during the quick routines. Longtime fans think AI judging takes away part of what makes the sport so special. Judges base part of their scores on subjective concepts like artistry and performance that current AI can't pick up. And that's why developers behind it remain adamant the AI is meant to help judges and not replace them. And that is Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, a man is facing multiple charges this morning after a hit and run crash involving a school bus in Huntersville. Police say the incident happened Tuesday when an SUV crossed the center line and hit the front corner of the bus. Officers later arrested Brent Alexander in connection to the crash. No kids on board were injured. Number two in Matthews town leaders are working to make the streets safer for pedestrians and bicyclists. The town is investing in a widening project for John Street, which sees tens of thousands of cars traveling on it daily. The project is slated to begin in 2030. And number three, economists surprised this morning after they say the economy unexpectedly grew despite ongoing inflation. Experts say the economy grew 3.3% between October and December of last year. They also say unemployment has remained below 4% for 23 months straight, the longest streak since the 1960s. We're still waiting to learn more this morning on the condition of a school bus driver after they suffered a medical emergency while driving with kids on board. CMS says it happened around 2 p.m. yesterday along Statesville Road and Hucks Road. Our crew on scene say it appeared the bus went through a fence and down an embankment. CMS says 22 students were on board at the time. None of them were hospitalized. But this incident comes after three other accidents involving school buses in Mecklenburg County just this week. And one viewer wanted to know whether bus drivers in North Carolina are insured or if the schools had to pay for these accidents. WCNC Charlotte's Megan Bragg verifies. We found this question on Reddit. A person claims their son was involved in a fender bender with a school bus, and the police report stated the bus driver was self-insured. They wanted to know whether all school bus drivers were self-insured, what that means, and who pays for the damage to other vehicles and property. So let's get the facts. Our sources, Charlotte attorney Brett Dressler and the North Carolina State Tort Claims Act. When it comes to accidents involving school bus drivers, they are covered under what's called the North Carolina State Tort Claims Act. The state of North Carolina is self-insured, um, but what that means for the average person like me and you is that the state of North Carolina is going to pay for any damages that a school bus driver causes. Dressler says this process is controlled by the North Carolina Industrial Commission, which handles these claims. An injured person or somebody who needs their car fixed can fill out. Uh, that form is then generally routed to a third-party administrator. With the North Carolina State Tort Claims Act, Dressler says the state, not the individual, is responsible for paying out any valid claims. So where does that come from? Well, you guessed it. It comes out of the state income tax that's deducted 
from your paycheck. Every time you get a paycheck, part of that goes to the state of North Carolina and a small part of that goes to pay to fix somebody's car. Dressler says if you're in Iraq with a school bus, you can file out the claim form yourself or you can call an attorney to help you through the process. With your Verify Fact Check, I'm Megan Bragg. If you have something you would like verified, just email us at verify at wcnc.com. Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at wcnc.com. And join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.